Do you have a bathtub with one knob or two? Right now I have one with two knobs and you have to balance out the temperature of the water. And it's a constant play to, against knowing where else in the house water is running. The temperament of our water heater. The looseness or tightness of each little knob and everything. I suppose if everything was fixed and running at optimal, everything, the balancing would already be done. It'd already be moving. Everybody's trying to coordinate around me and I'm making it difficult, if not impossible, to love me. I was in pain for years and I just don't tell anybody. Or maybe I do tell people. I'm not even sure what I'm saying. Well, I'm sure of what comes out of my mouth, but I've found that it's rather unclear what people are hearing. And I'm sure of what comes out of their mouth when I hear it, but everybody hears something entirely different. Two people can be at the same party and have completely different opinions of if it was the best or the worst party. And I used to tell people, you bring the party with you. There are very few good or bad events. There's poorly run ones and irresponsible people. But an event really depends on the perspectives at it, what people bring to it. This blank canvas. What are you bringing to it? Have you thought about your piece in this? What the world will look like because you were here? Does it matter? Will it truly fly into the sun as I tell everyone? Or is that just bullshit to motivate us? Will it just keep spinning in this exact thing? Maybe it isn't as progressive as we thought it was. Maybe it's cyclical and we happen to catch it on an up cycle and it'll go back later. I think the climate change argument is funny because when I talk to people on both sides, they're talking about the same shit. They just can't get the language around it. And they can't get past all the identity that comes with, do you believe in it or not? Climate change denier. What the fuck does that even mean? Have you ever talked to somebody who isn't behind climate change laws? I spent a lot of time doing it over the last few years, and it was really eye-opening. Because I had always been Green Party and... Democrat and voted that way and just hung out with people that were like that. And then I didn't. And I found out what they were saying was legitimate. Their complaints were valid. And in a lot of ways, they're paying far more attention than any of us were. We were letting someone else handle it, outsourcing. I didn't have to think about having guns at school to protect from bears Did you know that they passed a federal gun law that said no schools could have any guns on campus and it made so many children vulnerable to bears and wolves? Because you don't think about the five kids in a schoolhouse still in Alaska. Not everyone lives like you. Well, maybe you shouldn't shoot the bear. Maybe you shouldn't live out there at all. Different debate entirely. They're already there. We're not going to let them get mauled, are we? Maybe that's a bad bear that's attacking school children. Maybe we don't want that bear breeding more bears that do that. Is it our choice to take him out? 
to shape this reality and take out the bad bears? Can we teach them to be good bears and not attack the school children, or should we etch a sketch and end them and then comfort ourselves with that they'll come back and get to learn it all again? Was it nature or nurture that made these bad bears, and is it nature or nurture that will get them out of it? Maybe a diet change would do the whole thing. There's plenty of records of that. Somebody being an absolute monster and then changing to eating a whole diet and getting enough sleep and then they're normal people. Some people think King Henry VIII, he killed his wives after a terrible accident where he had a concussion. Changed his personality entirely. He was married to his first, first wife for over 20 years, but he didn't have a son to pass down to, and it drove him crazy. He had a daughter. She became queen anyways. Bloody Mary, you remember her. You summoned her in a bathroom when you were a child, and you probably got in trouble for it, because one kid got too scared and fucking told everybody. I almost said I was that kid, but I, you know what? I wasn't. I'm not going to make you feel better for being the tattletale. I wasn't them. I didn't tell. And I didn't get possessed, and there's no demons in my room. I sleep just fine at night, as long as I'm not worrying. I had a Ouija board long before I was 18. Let me tell you, I think I was more like 12. And it was really fun, and Babe had just come out. And we had it spell out Ba Ram U while we were trying to do our little baby seance with my little, my little honor, my honorary cousin, my bonus family. And we never thought about it. And we just talked about it the other day for the first time in years. It's pretty amazing. Nothing bad happened. How many people are living in fear and yelling at each other over fucking Ouija boards? They sell millions of them every year. Millions. All over the world. And that's one form of divination. If... If what you were afraid of was possible... They would have done it already. No, I'm afraid of future things. Blah, blah, it's different people. It's blah, Balance it out. Don't be afraid to look at it. Write it down. Turn one knob a little to one side and see what happens. If you think it might be a better direction for you. You don't have to turn abruptly. You can make a slow, wide U-turn or not turn at all. Keep going straight and veer slightly. The time's going to move. You'll get there eventually, anywhere you're going. And if you don't have a destination, well, it's easier yet because you're already there. You're already not where you don't want to be. So why not be there consciously? Why not notice what's right in front of me instead of always glancing behind. Because things sneak up from behind, dear. This is the real world. I have to look behind me. And it's not bad or shameful and it's not going to make it happen again. It's not. I could write whole books about what's happened to me for the rest of my life and none of it will happen again. I could only think about what's happened to me for the rest of my life and none of it will happen again. That's not what law of attraction means. It's not what it should have meant. It's not what it ever meant. It's what people understood it to be. It was the veering and the baby steps that got us here. 
a little bit closer, a little bit out of the woods. Come a little bit farther towards living together communally without killing everybody. But chaos breeds progress. We've seen that, doesn't it? So how do we have chaos without killing people? We have a life that's a play. We can all agree, the ones that are healthy, to not hurt each other, right? We could just agree and then be kind and then nobody's feelings will get hurt. We'll just live in a little community and we'll make our own food and we'll get a little piece of land and that'll solve everything. I know it hasn't worked for anybody, but for me, my friends will understand it this time. We'll know what it means. We'll have no problems as long as we don't let anybody else come in between. Ah, but that's where breeding's a problem, isn't it? You want to have babies, you can only have so many inbred. Start mixing up those cousins, it gets real weird real quick. So you've, you've got to recruit, don't you? And you'd like to have the things of the outside world. Other people are inventing things you need. If you feel like you need, you don't need any of them. People live a long time under bridges with very little to absolutely nothing. It happens. But what also happens is that we realize life is for the enjoying. And we deny it in front of kids and we tell our responsibilities that they absolutely need doing. We can't possibly do that other thing we want to be doing because there's all these other things. Well, just make the thing that you are doing the thing that you want to be doing. Love the one you're with, my dear. But it doesn't work that way either. Because love is a verb. It's an action word. And if you're going to love somebody physically, if your emotions aren't behind it, your heart and your want, it's going to make you want to vomit all over them. If you don't like taking care of somebody, it's going to make you hurt every time you try. And sometimes it's just that they don't like being taken care of by anybody. And that's fine. But that means they won't let anybody love them. And that means they're probably not loving anybody. And we've all been a bit of that balance wheel, haven't we? Leaning a little bit this way into letting somebody in and a little bit of that way of letting them out again. You can hug me, but not too closely, not when I'm really hurting. You can hug me, but don't turn on your intuition when you do it. Don't feel me. It's too personal. I'm too lost. I'm too confused inside. It's too embarrassing. Talk about your mental health issues. Calling them mental health issues is what's making them mental health issues. People have always had feelings. You have to deal with them. You're not sick or ill. I'm sorry you're cut off, so cut off from your communities that thinking has become a mental health issue. In the words of, who was it, Doug Stanhope? You're not depressed. Your life is just boring. You can't file A through Z all day long. Hang out with people you don't care about and don't like that don't like and don't care about you and do things you hate with, while holding a belief that it's pointless and then feel happy. You can feel happy anywhere. It's all about your perspective. You choose how you feel. The only truth in that is that you're steal, steering your vessel towards something. 
Think of emotions as waves you're walking through. Emotions, feelings. I can't make you feel a way, but I can put out a wave, and if you pick it up, you're going to feel it. If you're near enough by, that sonic boom I just sent out of anger is going to make a reaction in you, and that reaction in you is going to be dependent on everything you've experienced in your own biology and your own sonic booms. Anybody can make anybody feel anything. That's what force is all about. I've done this before, or I've imagined it, and it got me a feeling that I need. So I'm going to do it again. And if I can't do it to anybody willingly, which couldn't negate the feeling altogether, so I may not even look, I'll force somebody to fight with me. So I can feel that should it happen accidentally again, like it did when I was a child, that this time I'll win. This time it's not going to be me. I'm going to come out the victor and prosperous. But Angie, this is so negative. Aren't you creating these things? Well, if you're listening to this and you're just meeting me and... Before you met me, you had a perfect existence without any fear, negativity, or doubt in your life. And now that you've listened, you're, you're aware of all these things you weren't aware of before and you feel worse for it, then maybe. But let me tell you what's actually happening. It's all fucking there. It's been there. You're here for a reason. You've been going through these feelings... And the only lie you're really experiencing anymore is that feeling them isn't what you should be doing. That you should be feeling something different. And the only tool to get out of that is to admit that it's your hand that's steering. Steer towards the feelings. I can't make you feel anything isn't true. You choose how you feel is true in a way that's different than we understand it to be, usually. You choose how you feel by pointing in a direction and hoping against hope you run into things you're looking for, quite honestly. And as you go through the things you weren't looking for, looking for the thing, you'll find, slowly but surely, that you wake up in a world surrounded by the thing you were looking for. Now, by the time you do that, you'll probably realize it wasn't what you were looking for anyways. You'll have given the mouse the cookie. It needed a blanket, something else, and something else entirely, and on and on into eternity. And then it'll be the end one day. And that's it. And it's okay to want a legacy, 90s. Hey, 90s, it's okay to do something. I know the media was new, and it's really scary to think that if you mess up, something new could happen. You could be publicly destroyed in front of everybody, everybody, not just your country, your community. A small thing, a minor accident could embarrass you so greatly that everybody you've ever met has emailed your mistake. That's fucking scary. And we do it to each other constantly. We send around the videos. We're creating that reality. Didn't exist before us. 
didn't come out of the ground without us. We decided this is what we wanted to build. We're at a precipice. Is this what we need? Or do we want to use our social media for something different entirely? Let me know what you think. This is Angela Jameen. This is Between Blue Worlds on Open Lines Radio. I love you all greatly. And I hope you'll find me on Instagram. My name is Yuka Ryota Family Band. I can't even say it, so don't worry if you can't. But search the hashtag Between Blue Worlds and it'll bring us up. All right. Peace be with you all. Enjoy one another. Make this canvas everything it can be.
sponsor. 